Welcome to another episode of The Room Podcast, brought to you by NewEnglandMMA.org. Please follow, share, and enjoy the show, starting right now. Joining me in the room podcast tonight to talk main event, New England Fights 47 is the Viking, Jesse Erickson in the room podcast. Thanks, my man, for uh, coming on and giving me some time about this huge, huge fight you got coming up, my man. Thanks for having me, Steve. I appreciate it. Dude, um, a lot to do here, a lot to talk about, a lot to cover. The last time we spoke was February 2020 after you just came away with a huge win at NAF 42, um, Symphony of Destruction, I do believe. Correct? Yep. Well, my man, let, let's recap, bro. We interviewed right after that fight. Um, you had a great, great win in there, uh, beating um, Josh Harvey. He was undefeated at the time. You beat him with a big armbar, man. Let's recap that fight and uh, you know how you felt after that fight flying high on taking a kid out that's never been beaten before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, it felt good to get the win. Um, Josh is obviously like a game opponent. He was 7-0 when I when I took that bout. Um, I knew that he had uh, a well-rounded game, but I felt I had a significant advantage on the ground, on the mat. So the plan was to get to the ground by any means necessary, whether I was on bottom, whether I was on top. And uh, once he got the double underhooks against the cage, I felt like, all right, he's probably going to take me down at this point. So let's go down on our own terms and just go ahead and jump guard, which is something that I teach my guys. Don't do this. Don't pull guard. Don't jump guard. Like, absolutely not. Don't jump for the guillotine. It seldom pays off. Um, but in this fight, I think it was the right decision. Well, it, it worked out great. Uh, it was a battle to get that on, man. You went through some, uh, you know, some little transitions in there. He was fighting hard, and and just at the end there, man, you flipped him over and, and you you sunk it in, man. How how did that feel, dude? Uh, you took out a young young talent there, um, and in front of your crowd, bro. Co-main event. How how'd that feel? I mean, you've been in great fights before and huge huge moments, but how'd that feel to you? It felt really good. I felt really you know, confident and comfortable in there. Uh, thanks to my preparation, all the work I got at uh, Central Maine Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, the work I got at uh, Recon, uh, and, and my strength and conditioning work at CrossFit 196. Like, I, I just, I wasn't surprised. You know what I mean? I, I felt like I, I knew that I was capable of submitting him. I didn't think it would be in the first round. Um, you know, I, we planned for it to be, you know, a bit later on, but uh, you take what you get when you can get it, you know? So I, it was, it was a good feeling. It was a good win. And, and I wish Harvey success in his future. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big, big win, bro. And the last fight of uh, before the whole world shut down the, the last card, I, you know, I think there was one more card in new England after that. I think it was uh premier FC. And then that, that was done as far as that win. Um, when you won that, I mean, you, you fight here and there, you're, you're a busy coach. Um, taking care of your own kids in there, getting them ready for the fights. But when you won this particular fight, you're flying high. You beat a you know a big prospect there. Were you uh, thinking of jumping back in there? Were you thinking, hey, you know, I just uh, got back on the map here. Let me you know let me keep the train rolling. Were you thinking about getting back in there, or were you going to take some time off after that fight? 
Yeah, um, the, with the whole COVID thing, um, it, was, it was a wild ride, man. I was on that some weird reality show like right before that. Um, it was called Man Versus Bear. And uh, so I did that. I was on, you know, TV doing that or whatever. And uh, and then I had a big win right after. And then it was like the world shut down. So I didn't really get the chance to like capitalize on some of that publicity, um, you know, and roll into the next one. Um, we still thought we were dealing with the plague in the early stages. We didn't know what it was. So, um, you know, initially I, I just stayed home, man. I got fat. And, uh <laughs> You know, not not real fat, but uh, I put on some pounds for sure. And uh, after about six weeks, once we kind of understood that, hey, this is not the plague, we'll be all right, you know, or, or six months, whatever, I, I started training a little bit again, just with a couple of friends, or just with one one guy, really. We come down once a week. Um, this was, like, real early on still, like, like right when everything shut down. And we would just like throw mats out on my porch and we'd train like once a week out there because I just couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. I had to do something. I had to get some training in. <laughs> well, there was a lot, you know, tons of fighters in New England, all over the world doing the same thing, getting their little clicks together, their main training partners, people that they would stay with um, and not, you know, if something was going on really big here, not spreading whatever we didn't know what was going on at the point. But right. a lot of fighters made it through COVID um, better than ever. Um, some of them rested their bodies, some of them rested their minds, some of them, um, you know, just shopping their crafts and, you know, just honed it in. As far as your time off, I mean, you, you gained a little weight, you said, but I'm sure, you know, once you got the ball rolling, what, you know, what positives uh, came out of COVID for you, if any? Yeah, no, there was definitely some positives. I got to spend a lot of time with my son, which was great. Uh, a lot of time with my family, really. Um, so I'm, I'm super thankful for for that time that we got to share together. Um, I definitely worked on some some new stuff for jujitsu uh, with my buddy Harps. Uh, like I said, coming down once a week just to train and, you know, kind of troubleshooting things and working on new stuff. And uh, it was it was good. And then after like, I don't know, six, eight weeks, whenever uh, we started training again, uh, we, we blacked out the windows at the gym. We're like, fuck it, come on in. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, we're we going to shut down forever. Like we got to do something here. So, uh, we got, we got back to training, man. It wasn't, it wasn't like I had two years off or I just sat around and did nothing. Like I, I put on a few pounds, like in those first few weeks and stuff. And then I got right back to work. I, I love martial arts. I train year round every year. I'm, you can ask anybody, they see me in the gym, you know, five days a week, whether I'm, in a, in a training camp or not, uh, this is what I do. I'm a martial artist and I love it. Well, Jesse, to, to, to go back a little bit, you talk about your preparation and stuff, getting for the fight, CM, BJJ, and, um, and that. As far as where your background and who brought you up in the game, who are your who were your coaches, mentors uh, that, you know, got you prepared? And for that last fight, who gets you prepared at this moment for your fights? Yeah, so I... I got a long list of people to thank, man. Um, one of the first people that really got me into the sport um, is a good friend of mine who we lost recently, Jesse Peterson. And uh, he, you know, we used to travel all the way down to Massachusetts to train at South Shore Sport Fighting. We literally slept in the cage there uh, numerous times. And uh, that's that's where I got my start before any F was even 
around. Um, I made my debut on NEF one, um, but I have him to thank and those guys down at South Shore to thank for, for my start along with Travis Wells, my jujitsu coach for, um, you know, he, MMA was never what he wanted for his gym and, and for himself and stuff, but he, he always supported me and allowed me to start kind of doing some practices and it just kind of slowly grew. And like, at first it was just guys getting in a room and like hitting each other. And, uh, you know, eventually it grew into something else. Like we're now we're, we're teaching actual techniques and we're, uh, we've got classes, we've got MMA grappling classes, kickboxing classes, jujitsu classes, nogi, like we've got a full program now. And it's really cool to see like how far it's come from 12, 13 years ago when I started with them. Now, um, and then for this fight, sorry, I know this is no, like no, that's one. all right. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, keep uh, going. For this fight and for the Harvey fight, uh, recon has been really big for me. Uh, Jonathan Dupree, Matt Proben, Darren Elder, like those guys over there, um, they just welcome me like I've been there forever, um, and and they're giving me like just the kind of work that I I need, you know, like when I I'm at my home gym and a lot of these guys. They look at me like, uh, oh, that's the coach. And sometimes I wonder, like, are they going as hard as they should be going with me? Are they, like, giving me too much respect, you know? Like, and then sometimes, honestly, you've got to go, like, a little – you can't, like, tune up your amies every every day, all day, you know? Not that I could with some of them. Some of these guys, are, yeah. they're coming up, man. But uh, but it was good to get in there and get that high-level work with those guys, and I'm, I'm super grateful for that, for this, for this camp. Uh, I'm still with them, of course, uh, at cr like CrossFit 196, like I said, for my uh, strength and conditioning for that fight, too. Like, they were huge with that. Thank you, Rachel Nutting, for, you know, all the help that you gave me. Um, and then for this camp, I'm working with uh, Chris Young quite a bit, too. Um, he's been, you know, making the trip down with Glory and uh, feeding me mitts and working on stuff with me. And I'm just super grateful to, like I said, I'm a martial arts man. I, I just love to learn. I don't do this, like, let's be honest here. I'm I'm 35 years old. I'm 10 and 8. Like, I'm not exactly, like, kicking down the fucking door of the <laughs> UFC right now. Like, I do this shit because I love it. And no, no other reason. I, I, I just want to, you know, lead by example for my team and represent myself and the martial arts that I love to the best of my ability. Excellent, my man. Well, before we get to your matchup and, uh, you know, the main event that you're, you're a part of here, um, I'm going to flash some of the card because, you know, Matt's been putting out posters, you know, every day, every couple of days. It's crunch time. Uh, we're a little over two weeks from this card. Uh, you you know, you mentioned getting some of your fighters ready. Um, I did notice, I think I noticed uh, one of your fighters or two of your fighters are on this card that you train. Is How many do you got coming on this card that are making the, you know, making it with you? Uh, I've got a, quite a few on this card. Um, we've got for pro, um, just one other pro other than myself, Nate Boucher. Uh, I'm really excited to see him get back in the cage. It's been a, a bit of a layoff, but he's looking sharp in the gym. So I'm looking forward to that matchup. Um, we've got uh, Tyler Parent. He's one and one right now, uh, but he's got like a, he's got a really cool style, man. And he, you can tell when he gets in the cage that that he's enjoying it. And that's what, that's one of the things that I look for. Like, th does my fighter like it? Or is this something they want to do? Or, like, are they doing this for Facebook likes and shit? And I, I don't get that vibe with, with my guys right now, especially with him. He just fucking loves to scrap, man. Like he's, he was smiling and shit when he was throwing kicks and stuff in the cage last time. 
I well, love that. Well, I interviewed him. I think I was like, uh, I interviewed him after the fight, man. Um, and it's a great fight in there. Great, great fight. All those kids that I interviewed, man, um, man, they, they seem like they've, you know, they're well-groomed, not only in the cage, but on the mic, man. They were excited. They're excited to, you know, give uh, shout-outs to the gym and, and you as a coach and all the other training partners that help them out, man. As far as what you're seeing with these kids um, coming up now, man, I mean, you've kind of paved the way. Someone paved the way for you. What are you seeing as far as these kids and and the game that 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 they're they're presenting nowadays? It's it's leaps and bounds, and and people like you that you know are, are covenant for them and helping them uh, helping them helping it get easier for them uh, because you ha you have all that knowledge from the past. Yeah, um, and then. Uh... Real quick, my other fighters on the card, Curtis Willett, I think you interviewed him last time. Um, and then I've got Cass, Cassidy's making her debut. Uh, it's been a long time since we had a, like a female fighter out of our gym, so I'm excited for that one as well. Um, it's going to it's gonna be a good night, man. Like, I'm, I'm excited for this. Uh, they're all, they're all looking good. They're all doing the right things. I don't have to chase people down for practices. They're just there. They, like, they come in and they... They do what I ask. I ask that you show up, and I ask that you put the work in. Um, the rest the rest of the pieces will fall into place. As long as you're in the gym and you're learning and you're in the practices and you're training, you're sparring, you're doing your strength and conditioning, like, and and these guys are doing it, man. They, it, they don't miss weight. They show up on weight. They show up ready to fight. Their medicals are done. We, I don't have to chase them around like I've had to do with people in the past. Like, we got a good crew here. Excellent. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what they do. Excellent. Well, as far as the Curtis kid, I, I had an interview with him. And uh, one thing that I noticed about him and, you know, I hear things in the back and I hear, you know, he came away with a great win and he was already matching himself up for the next event with, uh, I heard him talking to Peter. I heard him talk. I don't know if he talked to you. I, I know he talked to you, but I heard him talking to Peterson about a matchup he wanted. And he goes, I talked to Jesse about it. He's okay with it if you're okay. So he was already thinking. Now, I don't know if that's the matchup that he's got coming up now. I don't see his poster out there yet. Like I said, Matt's sending them all out now. So they're coming out daily. I have about nine or ten of them. Um, I'm sure he's going to be uh, releasing some of them. Can you can you say his opponent? Or is that still under the wraps right now for Curtis's? I I could, but I just haven't even told Curtis. Like, you either want to fight or you don't. Like, I, what am I going to give you your, your opponent's name so you can, like, Google him and go on Facebook and look him up for, for eight weeks? Like, you'll find out when the card's released. Um, and my job as a coach is to prepare you for the fight um, and not get you hung up on the details. I don't need you worrying about the game plan. I'll worry about your game plan. And I'll coach you in a way that you're working on it where you don't have to be thinking about it the whole time. Like, a, like say, the guy's a good grappler. Like, well, why does coach make me start on the ground all the time? You know, like, that's the type of thing that, that Fig, we, we figure, work on. Figure it out, Curtis. What's he got you yeah. pinpointed on right now? <laughs> It'll be a surprise for him. <laughs> well, my man, let's get to you as far as, you know, your big moment. Um you're fighting. I don't know the backstory here. Um, I know Matt Denning trained at your gym. I don't know to extent or whatever, but let's talk about this, bro. Um, all I know is he was a former training partner. He wants to have a fist fight with you for some reason. Um, can you elaborate 
how this matchup came about and what it's all about. If there's some grudge, what's on your side? What are you thinking? Uh, shout it out there, my friend. It's always, the floor is yours. Yeah. Um, so the only reason I'm taking this matchup is because he knows too much. <laughs> I have to silence him. Sorry, that was just one of his lines that he said in his interview that he did here. But uh, no, man, he he made some poor choices, and it, it was just time to to move on. You can only help someone so long and try to you know guide them in the right direction for so long until eventually you have to be like, all right, man, you gotta you gotta do this on your own. You can't be my problem anymore. I, I've I've tried. I've tried to help you, and uh, so you know we parted ways and everything. And I don't. I said from the beginning, like, I don't need to drag his name through the mud and, like, air all his dirty laundry. Like, he's fucking doing that himself, man. If you listen to that abomination of an interview he did, he's he's handling it just fine. Sorry, my lights just went out. That's all right. And, uh, yeah, so without going into too many details, uh, like, initially, no, I, I have no interest in fighting, like, my former students. Like, normally, like, that, it's not something that I would do. That's not, like, a really a good look. But, like... Let's just say I'll I'll make an exception for this kid. Like I'll make an exception. Um, as far as all right, so as far, I mean, how was he in the gym? Was he uh because he says you know there's other there's other fighters in the gym that want to see you lose. Is this all? Is this fabricated stuff? Is he trying to sell the like? Is he trying to sell the fight? What's what's going on there? Are you gonna have students on the sidelines booing you when when you walk out? Like what's going uh, on? Absolutely, they, <laughs> they all fucking hate me. Everyone in my gym, they can't stand me. They want me to lose for sure. He's a hundred percent right. No, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think I think he believes his own bullshit, which is the scary thing. Like, um. I, I don't really, like, what do I say to that? Like, you, does my coach want me to lose? No, he doesn't want me. He's going to be in my corner. Like, what what are you talking about? Like, he tends to take, like, a grain of something and try to, like, turn it into some big thing that it isn't. So, uh, like, with Travis, my my head jiu-jitsu coach and, and my employer, you know, I, I literally teach classes. That's what I do for work. I do private lessons and teach jiu-jitsu aside from fighting and taking care of my family um he didn't want me to hang him up for any other reason than he wanted me to pursue jiu-jitsu man he he's always he's told me before that he sees something special in me that he thinks that i could you know make a good name for myself in jiu-jitsu and uh you know and unfortunately like i just i just love fighting man i've always loved the full uh, i don't know mma to me has just been like like I grew up watching Mortal Kombat and playing those games and stuff and, and trying to copy the moves and shit. And like that, that's always been what I wanted to do. And uh, sure, I'm a natural grappler and stuff, but like I, I love all martial arts and, and I just want to, I just want to train and grow and get better. And, and I think MMA is the best outlet for me. Um, like I said before, like I, I'm getting a little bit older and uh, you know, with my record the way it is, like maybe I will, you know, pursue more jujitsu, sport jujitsu matches and stuff in the future. But you'll you'll never hear me say I'm going to retire from MMA. I think it's, you know, and some people do it with class and stuff, and they really do never fight again too. But like on the local scene, like everybody retires, and then in six weeks that's their comeback fight and shit like that. Like I'm just I'm going to fight when I feel like fighting. I'm going to fight when it when it fits my schedule and my time and my family. Um, my family comes first and my students, you know, come second. I come third. 
I, it takes a lot to prepare for a fight and, uh, you know, you've got to be a little bit selfish. You got to go do the things that you have to do. I can't be in everyone's corner on fight night. Like I'd like to be, um, but I gotta, I gotta get this win. Whether I'm fighting Matt Denning or Josh Harvey, it doesn't matter the level of opponent that I'm fighting so much as what I want to represent myself. Excellent, my man. Um, dude, just to, to go away from this and get on the matchup itself, just to you know talk about the the skill, of what's going on in there. You know, as far as Matt, I I like Matt. Interview him here and there. Um, I don't watch any interviews other than um, Joe Rogan podcasts and other podcasts like that. I don't watch local interviews or anything like that because, um, you know, I like to be surprised when I, you know, talk. So I haven't watched Matt's interview. I don't know what was going on. All I see, all I saw was the poster that uh, Matt Peterson put out, you know, a little, a little quote from, from the interview. So I'm sure it was fired up with a lot of stuff from Matt. But as far as the matchup here, man, um, you're 10 and eight, Jesse, submission master here um with you matt is matt is well i think i got your i think i got your shit right here i think you have seven seven submissions and three ko's in in, in your you have all finishes in your in your 10 wins correct yeah man i've had a lot of first round finishes but i've had far too many losses too like first round losses too which are just uh you you prepare so long for a fight and it just sucks so bad when it, it doesn't go your way. And, and especially when it's like early in the fight, you know, like uh, Dylan Lockhart caught me early on, you know, fair play. Like he, he caught me and, uh, but it's like you, you put in so much work and it's just crushing when the fight gets stopped and you're even, it wasn't a bad stoppage man. he fucking dropped me. Like I, I fell on the ground and uh, you know, I don't say Victor of Valhalla just for, for shits and giggles like i'm i'm like willing to die out there while i'm out there you know what i mean like going into the fight do i want to die when i get in a cage no i got a family that i love and friends that that love me but like my mentality when i'm in there is is that victor of valhalla like i'm i'm trying to win i'm not trying to get a decision either i'm going to leave it all in the cage um has is that always the smartest game plan maybe not maybe sometimes i should just try to uh, point fight my way to a decision but that's not why i People are buying tickets to watch me fight. They want to see me do what I normally do, and that's um, finish the fight. Yeah. Or die trying. Ten of them. Ten of them. So, uh, yeah, you've sent a lot of uh, people unhappy uh, away losing in their first round. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, to get to the matchup, um, Matt's 5-12. and He's on a big losing streak here. Uh, you're coming. Mm-hmm. You're coming away with that huge win two years ago. He's been active. He's been in there. So you know, there's nothing. I mean, he he knows what the fire is going. On. What's it's been two years for you? What's what's what do you think your feeling is going to be like going in there and then going against a former opponent who has been saying a lot of stuff that probably has lit a fire under you a little more than usual. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm kind of cold about all that stuff, man. Like I, maybe it's my beard hiding my emotions, but, uh, that was another thing he said too. But, uh, anyways, he, uh, I I could be fighting anybody and and it's the same thing, man. Like it's once they close the the cage door, none of this bullshit matters anymore. You can run your sock all you want online and say whatever you want, but we're getting in a cage. It's going to happen. So, I mean, why talk about it when you can, have a scrap already, you know? I see a lot of guys online, too. Uh, like, 
just like going back and forth with each other. You know, like you guys are both MMA fighters. Just fucking fight already. Like, and but it's like ah, I don't. I only fight for this promotion. I only fight for that promotion. Like I get it. Like, Cage Titans has their guys, and NEF has their guys. And why do you want to send them away to you know fight somebody dangerous in another state when you know they could be selling tickets at home and making you know a, a good amount of money there? So like I get it, but like if you really don't like each other, just have a scrap about it already. You know. There you go, my man. Well, as far as uh, what we expect to see on the 14th, you're the main event. You got a lot of students going to be in there, man. What do we expect to see from you after, you know, two plus years away from the cage and the main event coming back? Yeah. Um, like, I, like I said before, whether it's Matt Dang or anybody else, um, I'm, I'm coming in shape. I'm coming like fully prepared to go I mean, I, I just got back from training, man. We just sparred 10 rounds. Like, I, I'm, I'm ready to go. Like, we could fight tonight. It doesn't matter to me. I love this shit. Uh, just, I, I'm hoping that it's not a first-round finish, but that that might be the case. I hope he gives me, I hope he gives me a good fight, man. I'm, I'm not going in there to just, you know, run through him in 30 seconds. I have to, when you fight a guy like this, you have to make it obvious that there's levels to this game and you ha that has to be obvious but i'm not in a rush i'm going to be calculated and pick my shots and, and take the finish when it's there i'm not going to go out there and try to just finish them as quick as i can that's how you make mistakes and get caught um so i mean i'm looking forward to to finishing him well my man um a pleasure talking to you a pleasure being able to see this big, big fight, man, big grudge match. <laughs> but one thing I want to say before I let you give your shout outs and stuff like that, I'm, I'm a meme God. You guys all know that out there, man. Um, you know, as I follow Neff in here, you know, cause I want to interview more fighters as the card gets even closer. Um, you know, there was one, <laughs> there was one post you put out there with the Ken doll head, man, that had me cracking up, man. It was like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dude, um, I wish I had the picture. I didn't put the picture up there, but that was definitely a 10-9 round right there. Or it could have been a 10-8 <laughs> round right there because I, I messaged you right away. I said, that was fucking spectacular, man. That was that was a good one, man. So Thanks, man. Yeah, that, that you was... Gotta hype the, you got to hype the fight a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I, mean? like, I don't like the drama and the bullshit, but like, we're selling a fight. Like, you got you to gotta do a little bit. You got to take your jabs when you can. That was an awesome jab, man. That was really good, man. <laughs> that was really good. I like that stuff. So with that said, man... Um, Fabulous, bro. Fabulous talking to you. Fabulous seeing you back in the cage and the main event with a bunch of um, training partners and uh, students ready to make that walk with you. So with that said, um, we're two weeks away. You know, typical question. What's left in two weeks here? Uh, hard training for another? Oh, well, a little more settled down. Like what goes on in the last couple of weeks before this main event? Uh, I like to suffer for like especially the last like three weeks of the fight like you know i figure if i can get through this week here and uh and i can deal with uh you know john dupree like double legging me across the room body slamming me and shit then uh all the training all the training i'm doing this week here um and then next week and then the week of the fight is usually when i calm it down and just uh you know mitts and and cardio and stuff like that to to stay in shape and, and to lose the weight. Um, not that it's a big cut for this one here. I got probably only like 10 pounds to cut. So, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I like to, 
really push hard those last three weeks up until the fight. So it's going to be another week of suffering, and then I can, you know, slow it down. The fight should be easy, man, compared to this. <laughs> it always is, man. Uh, the fight is the fun part for you guys, man. Um, so with that said, bro, we got two weeks left. I know, I don't know what's left out there for tickets, probably, you know, general admission. I know you were very pleased with uh, the feedback and the support you are getting for this fight. So shout out anyway, if you have tickets, anyway, we can get tickets. Uh, we got a couple of weeks left. I know there's a stream. I think there is. I know Neff has had a stream available the last two or three cards. Uh, I don't think this will be any different. So any of that information you have, send it out. Um, thank yous, shout out sponsors, and I'll let you get some rest tonight, my man. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. So you can, you can just hit me up on Facebook if you need tickets. Like I'm happy to sell you. Uh, I think mainly what's left is the bleacher seats, but I got plenty of those on hand. So if you need tickets to the fight, just shoot me a message on, on Facebook messenger or Instagram. And, uh, you know, I'd be happy to mail them to you, meet up with you for them. Um, ideally have you swing by the gym so that I don't have to travel all over during, you know, this last week, but We'll, we'll make sure you get what you need. So just uh, contact me if you need tickets. And then, of course, I want to thank all my gyms um, that I mentioned earlier, uh, Central Maine Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and head coach, head coach Travis Wells, uh, Young's MMA, uh, and, and Chris Young, who will also be in my corner on fight night. I'm super grateful for that and for all the work that he's given me. Um, Recon MMA and John Dupree and my boy Matt Proben, um, good friend of mine. Like I'm, I'm really excited to, uh, you know, see all those guys on fight night and just go in and do what we do. Um, CrossFit 196, thanks to them. And then my sponsors, uh, Duval's Auto Sales. Uh, they've been with me for a long time. Thank you, Chris O'Leary. Uh, he doesn't, I don't even know why he sponsors me, man. He's got, he's booked out for tattoos for like a year. He, he just told everyone like not, not to even message him for appointments <laughs> anymore because he's, he's so booked up, but tattoos by some asshole, Chris O'Leary, uh, get one if you can, but you probably can't therapeutic touch massage, uh, Jen Sprague. She's been helping me a lot, uh, over the years, years and years. She supported me and always giving me like cupping massage work when I needed it. Um, you know, muscles get sore and you need that work uh and then new sponsors carrier landscaping thank you so much um and then uh my host of my after party too a new sponsor whaley restaurant so if you guys want to come by and have a have a beer after the fight come on down yeah you too Steve. you better be there man come on by wait listen then, uh, we're, all, we're always looking for a place to go after man we're always confused me and travis and lodge we're like wait, wait we end up at fucking mcdonald's that's what we dude, come through. they're gonna have food man yeah. whaley's got the best chinese restaurant yeah, we, best chinese food around like you you can't do better we're definitely um, doing it so come through after have a have a drink and have a bite to eat and then of course all my family and friends training partners Everybody that's given me all the love and support that I need, even though you all want me to lose, I love <laughs> you so much. And uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Awesome, um, my man. And then, uh, uh, Steve, thank you. Thank you. You do, you do a lot for the community and a lot for, you know, up-and-coming fighters and old assholes like me that, uh, you know, we need this publicity that, to help, uh, you know, spread the word that fights are coming up and things like that. So thank you for what you do. Uh, you're welcome, my man. We all feed off each other here, man. Uh, so I, I enjoy it. It's 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 something that uh, I love to do, man. Get your stories out there and, 
you know, watch watch what's next with you guys. So with that said, Jesse, man, thank you so much for coming on, um, you know, getting your side and, uh, you know, putting this, hopefully putting this to rest on the 14th, man. And uh, if not, man, it is what it is. It's it's the fighting game, man. So with that said, Jesse, we have your, uh, at least your Instagram over here. I don't know any any other social media you have. Uh, it's usually Facebook and Instagram. Everything else is kind of lacking, even, even though... Musk just took over Twitter, so maybe we'll all jump on Twitter now. But uh, with that said, Jesse, man, I'll see you in a couple of weeks on uh, May 14th uh, for Neff 47th. Main event, bro. Uh, pleasure. Can't wait to see the rest of the card, the rest of the fighters there doing all work, man. So with that said, Jesse, you have a great night, and uh, we'll talk to you real soon. You too, Steve. Thanks again, man. Don't hang up yet. All right, we out, people. Uh, next week, I have, uh, who do I have? Uh, Nate Grimard on. We're going to talk about his second uh, professional fight. And I think I might have a training partner on his on here also of his. So we'll see. So with that said, thank you for tuning in tonight. We'll see you next Wednesday night in the Room Podcast. We out of here.